0: Seattle's Morning News, this is Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. It looks like the Respect for Marriage Act is going to pass. That would put same-sex marriage into federal law. It has bipartisan support. Let's consult with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation is sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. Now, this is intended to address a potential consequence of the ruling against abortion rights. And the fact that it's on a glide path to passage already seems almost too easy. But uh, explain what what uh, what Congress had to do here.
1: Yeah, exactly right. So uh, in that decision, the majority led by Justice Alito wrote that the right to end an unwanted pregnancy could not be derived from the 14th Amendment's provisions that protect individual liberty and equality. From infringement by state governments, because in in 1868 they said when the 14th Amendment was adopted, abortion was widely restricted throughout the U.S. So he said, when we look at what liberty means in the 14th Amendment, we must quote guard against the natural human tendency to confuse what that amendment protects with our own views about the liberty that Americans should enjoy.
0: Right, and then there was Justice Thomas's opinion,
1: almost a warning. Justice Thomas wrote a separate concurring opinion, urging his colleagues to overrule all precedents that relied on a broad interpretation of liberty in the 14th Amendment, including the precedents which legalized same-sex marriage and even interracial marriage. So the Congress and the Senate and the House are concerned that these signals are being sent from the Supreme Court, even though Justice Alito and Justice Kavanaugh distanced themselves from Justice Thomas's statements by saying, well, you know, abortion is different. It's 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 unique. Sort of signaling that they would not apply the same rationale to overturn their precedents that allow for interracial marriage, same-sex marriage, contraception, and so on.
0: I guess. But I mean, the Constitution doesn't address marriage, and, I, and traditionally marriage has also been a state responsibility. So what's the basis for Congress getting involved?
1: Well, uh, the basis is that There's broad support among the American public for an expanded view of marriage. I mean I I think that's what this really comes down to. Abortion remains quite divisive politically, Mm -hmm. but expanded marriage rights are are really popular. uh, One article I read said that according to Gallup – interracial marriage is now supported by more than nine and ten Americans there there are a few things that over ninety percent of Americans yeah. agree on right. but uh, but but allowing interracial marriage is one of those and interestingly even though it hasn't been around all that long same-sex marriage is now supported by more than two-thirds of Americans so it has broad support so this helps us understand why a bipartisan majority in the house passed, A version of the bill. And now it looks like a bipartisan majority of the Senate is about to do the same thing. It's also because, Dave, in the Respect for Marriage Act, there is language making it clear that nonprofit religious groups will not be required to provide facilities for same-sex marriages Mm -hmm. uh, and other marriages, and that a religious group's opposition to same-sex marriage will not endanger its nonprofit status. Their religious beliefs will be respected, which means that same-sex couples can go to other religious institutions to get married or get married civilly, but uh, they're not overriding the free exercise of religion by religious groups that oppose same-sex marriage. It's also interesting that the bill makes clear that the legislation does not recognize polygamous marriages. Mm -hmm. So the Respect for Marriage Act is apparently the respect for marriage between two individuals, not between more than two individuals or two or more individuals. So, you know, here what we have is some members of the court suggesting that there is no 14th Amendment liberty interest in marriage rights. But that doesn't mean Congress can't pass a civil rights law like this one that requires states to recognize same sex marriages, interracial marriages and so forth.
0: Okay, so that covers nonprofit religious institutions. But what about profit making wedding photographers and profit-making wedding bakers.
1: I, I don't know the answer to that because the bill seems to be really referring to churches. So could an individual continue to refuse to provide services for a same-sex marriage? You know, the court really hasn't issued a clear ruling. The, the ruling in the, uh, the case out of Colorado uh, uh, involving the baker uh, didn't want to make a cake for a same-sex wedding ceremony seemed to, it was decided on very narrow procedural grounds. So I think we're still waiting for the final word on whether an individual business owner can be required to accommodate uh, a same-sex couple uh, notwithstanding their personal religious beliefs.
0: Well, I suppose if you were a nonprofit baker, you could then invoke the nonprofit exemption.
1: I wouldn't put too much weight on the word nonprofit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I mean all all religious institutions, organizations, to my knowledge, are, are non for profit, and individual religious beliefs are still protected. I mean, this is this is at the heart of a lot of the lawsuits over vaccination mandates, mm-hmm. right? Is like, you know, can you be forced to uh, receive a vaccine that was made with uh, aborted fetus stem cells? And yeah, as as WSU coach uh, the, who was fired is saying yeah. uh, or not. Right. So I, I think that we still have a ways to go to figure out where the boundaries are in terms of individual religious uh, expression.
0: Former state attorney general, Rob McKenna. Rob, thank you.
1: Thanks, Dave.